if I don't, is there a word for er? Can you not give me a word for er? That's what, that's what is giving me. One, two, three. The eavesdrop. Eavesdrop. Oi, oi. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the eavesdrop. My name is Laifa. Thank you for joining me today. Um, I don't even know where to start. Like, should I just get straight into it? <laughs> Summer Walker broke the internet, at least on my corner of the internet, and I was feeling away, which led to the topic of today's episode. So the thing is, obviously, I usually ask you, or at least this season, I've been asking you, what are you rinsing? What have you been rinsing? And in my case, it has been Summer Walker. It's currently Saturday night as of the recording of this video Saturday evening we're going into the night so this episode usually gets uploaded on a Sunday and it is the 6th of November yesterday was the 5th of November and if you are if you live in the UK if you're British you know that's bonfire night remember remember the 5th of November the 5th of November remember remember and that's Guy Fawkes night and uh I really wanted to um, go to a fireworks display and th- this time round in our borough, which is really annoying, they weren't doing any events. I don't know, no budget, no money, which was really annoying because I love the fireworks and especially since having children, I really enjoy it. So, and it kind of sets the pace for like Christmas. It's like after Halloween, which is what I don't celebrate. We don't really do that as a family. Even the fans, we could do fancy dress, but generally don't do Halloween. Don't do the trick or treating thing. It's a very American thing, which has now become very global. Um, They do it a lot here in the UK now. Like there are roads, like houses on my road that do the whole trick or treat, but I don't. And we don't partake in it. We don't buy sweets for trick-or-treaters knocking on the door. We don't do any of that. I just think it's, I don't know, my beliefs like dressing your child up as a winch for what reason? (laughs) For for what reason? I think just culturally, I'm just like, for what reason? Winch, really? Okay. Um, So typically we don't do that. And obviously last year, so I say all of that to say, um, we do the firework display really pretty really cute but they had nothing for us and we could have gone out into central london but i don't i i wasn't keen on the idea of like coming back home from central london it's a long thing it's long for man i'm not really on it so we just didn't see any fireworks we maybe saw some out of our window and one could argue that we could have done fireworks in our garden. Yes, we do have a back garden. We could have. But first of all, I don't know how to do that. I'm not like health and safety, risk, risk assessment. I, I'm not trying to do something that I've never done before with fireworks, kids. I, I'm not trying to do that. So I don't know if a family member knows how to do all of that stuff. And hubby doesn't know how to, well, I know he don't know how to do it, right? <laughs> if If anybody knows how to do that, and the family, yeah, come over, we could do, otherwise I'm just not, so didn't do the fireworks this year, which is a shame, but, um, so usually one, in, I'm saying all of that because the plan was go to fireworks and then have movie night, so once a fortnight in my family, which is once every two weeks for those who don't understand, we have a movie night, so the kids get to stay up late, we eat popcorn, eat all the sugary, sweety, naughty things, and we have that, so that's um, what we do every fortnight, so usually if anybody wants to make plans with me, they know that it can't be on movie night, because this is something, it's like date night for the family, for my household, so um, I had cancelled plans with some friends, because we had movie night, we were gonna meet up, yeah, um, so I cancelled plans, and then, unknown to me, like, I was aware that Summer Walker's album was coming out very soon, because I was seeing, not that I follow her, but I don't know, I had seen clips of her promoting it somewhere, or, like, putting up the poster of the, of the date that it would be released, so unknown to me, somebody decided 
to have, or to be fair, I say somebody, I don't even know the person, but had a summer walker listening party, which has led to this. So I'm like, hang on, you're having a summer walker listening party and I didn't know about this. Or why am I only finding out now at the ninth hour, at the 10th hour? Like, why am I only knowing about this now? And the worst thing about it is it was on my domot. Like, I was like, excuse you. Like, and and like, I would have, the funny thing is because all of you know, well, if you don't know, know now that R&B music, R&B is my my default, right? If anything goes wrong, if I start malfunctioning, if any higgy haggers happening, if I need to reset, if I need to reset, it's R&B for me. I can listen to anything, sing anything. You know me. I. It could be house. It could be country. It could be dance. It could be Afro beats. It could be whatever. But my default, when a girl needs to reset it's R&B. So to obviously, um, Summer Walker, if some of you don't know, she is an R&B musician. She's a singer. She's from America. She's from Atlanta, I believe. She's, I want to say she's in her early 20s or mid 20s, right? Not sure. Um, Brown chocolate skin girl. And you know how I am like, yes, queen. Yes, queen. She is just, she's doing it for the R&B. Her first album was called um, Over It. And this second album is called Still Over It. So to be fair, it sounds like I'm a stan. I'm not a huge like Summer Walker fan, but I do like her songs. Like she's released some hits, like especially on the first album. And to be fair, I didn't listen to that back to back. I just heard like the really good songs and I was like, yes, yes, yes. So to see that people are having listening parties and I'm only finding out at the ninth hour, I'm like, excuse you? Excuse the the disrespect, the disregard, the 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 unthoughtful. When you know that that I love R and B, like regardless of who it is, I would have been there. Like you could have told me it was as long as it's an R and B artist, I would be there. And I'm very much of the like I will go somewhere if it's something that I'm really loving. I will go by myself. I don't need a date. I don't need somebody to rub shoulders with. No, we're all there for one thing to listen to Summer Walk. I should have been there. So I was having, <laughs> I was like having major FOMO. Like, why am I not in this event? Why am I not there? I was having major FOMO, which got me. I thought, no, I need to listen to this album. What am I doing? So, you know, decided to listen to it online and, um, I was like, okay. And then like, it's really, to be, can I just bounce a little bit? The way music is listened to nowadays is very, obviously I'm of an era where it was the CD, you know, and MTV, MTV based, you'd watch music videos. So it's like, it's like, especially if you want to, if I want to gather my own opinion about something, I have to listen to it first and I have to consume it fast because especially in the day and age of the internet, and I say this and I'm doing probably the same thing to some of you lot who want to listen to it yourself. If you haven't already, you know, sorry, but bear spoilers in it. And to be fair, this is just my opinion, but like, the way music is listened to now, you have to consume it really fast because by the time you go on the internet, you've got loads of other people's opinions and whether you like it or not, you will be swayed by someone else's information, someone else's opinion, obviously. And, you know, sometimes it could just sound like an echo chamber and you think, oh, this is what I like because everybody likes it. But do you actually like it? So I was, I had, I felt, I felt very pressured to listen to it all at once, very fast. And you know, the album's like what, like 20 tracks? Wait, let me go. So it's like a good over an hour long. Okay, what I'm looking at says 19. Okay, I'm not very accurate. So 19 to 20 tracks, whatever, right? I listened to every single song regardless. And I felt very like pressured to listen to it all at once. So that by the time I get back on the internet and because I was having FOMO because I wasn't at this event and obviously I'm not really having FOMO but I would have liked to be in 
the midst of people that love R&B just as much as I do. And that's why I'm having this conversation with myself because I don't want to have a conversation with some, like I don't know anybody personally, or maybe I do, but we, we've never spoken about it. Usually we're talking about mummy stuff, but like where I'm having a conversation and we're talking about like Summer Walker or like, I don't know anybody. Per so hence me having this conversation by myself with you lot. And here it is. I, to be fair, when I first heard it, I didn't think much of it. But let me explain. When I first listened to it, I don't know why. I don't know if the algorithm. I don't. Claire, look, mm, I'm not gonna get into it. But for some reason, I listened to it backwards. So I started with Sierra's prayer and started working my way backwards. And I don't know why I did that. But in some thinking back I'm glad that I did because it gave me it now give me it gave me a real depiction of each song like standing by itself because when you listen to something backwards you're not getting the full picture right and I wasn't getting the full so I'm listening to each song and I'm listening to Sierra's prayer and she's praying for a man and we will get into that I'm just like ah, oh, like okay okay I'm, I'm going through each track and I'm like okay okay it's a it's a vibe but is it like is it is it vibey the way I want it to vibe right because each song standing by itself it's a very particular mood and if you hear it I think for me hearing it out of context I didn't resonate with it I didn't necessarily get it so then your girl went on Twitter as you do and I'm seeing all these tweets and I'm like wait wait wait, wait. hold up hold up hold up before my opinion changes I'm I've just listened to this whole album backwards <laughs> so I've obviously it's Saturday night now the first time I heard it was Friday night right I've listened to the album three times now so and we're talking an hour plus going through it track by track by track I've listened to the album three times. And so I was like, oh, Skeen, I've just listened to this album backwards. So that's why it's not hitting the way it needs to hit. Okay, let me, let me start again. Let me start again. And then when I listened to it from track one, because to be fair, um, no, it's not that I listened. So it's not that I listened to the album backwards. It was backwards and it was out of sequence. So some of the songs were just hitting differently and not hitting the way it needed to hit. Can I just say the first song that I loved, even though I listened to this um, the album backwards, Bitter hit differently. It hit, it, I was like, woo! Because keep in, mon keep in mind, I started with Sierra's Prayer. Then I went into, um, is it Un unloyal with I, I went into it differently so it was out of sequence and I was thinking okay bitter hit differently so that's my favorite track my second favorite track on the album circus well you know what to be fair this is not in new bitter is definitely number one I wouldn't say circus is number two but it's definitely up there and insane those are my top three so far but obviously mood can change it's very early stages I need I need to I need it to sit I need the the songs to simmer a little bit I feel like a lot of the tracks um they're more of growers they're not songs that hit you straight away like oh my god except for bitter mind you bitter hit me straight away so um yeah there's that then I, I was just thinking I love so thinking, loving how I love, like I haven't listened to music like that in a long time, like sat down and listened from A to B, A to Z. I haven't done that in a long time. So it was refreshing for me to spend time with myself, for myself and just enjoy an album uninterrupted, no hubby, no kids, just enjoying. And that was like, I felt like that was something that I did to, for myself and it was very intentional. It was very selfish and I don't regret it. I don't regret it. It was for me, it was time well spent. And now I'm making content out of it. How'd you like me now? Anyway, so it got me thinking, the album got me thinking about how 
unapologetic um, summer is. It got me thinking about, like, not that she had to be, and given the circumstances and the situation, you know, she really didn't have to be. Now, let me just, okay, maybe I need to give a little bit of a backstory. So for those of you who are unaware, because I think it might be relatively new that I'm talking, I've got the podcast, but also um, the visuals go up on my main channel on YouTube. And I'm now talking about music and you might think, hang on, huh? What was all this? But keeping music is like before anything else, before like music is my love, it's my first love. So a little bit of a backstory. So she is a... um you know, young musician, black black American or African-American, whatever term we're using nowadays. This is her second album. I don't know about her projects before that. I feel like after this album, I will like backtrack and now listen to her first album properly, even though I've heard the bangers. I know the ones that I like and then listen to the projects prior to that and really make a good like I feel like I like her musically I don't know if I necessarily like her as a person but do I need to like do I really need to so um she had a very public relationship with her producer her previous producer he produced her first album forward slash partner and now her baby daddy this album feels like a very cathartic album. It feels like she's just the realest of real and she was just letting off a lot of steam. So clearly you can tell in the album that there was a, you know, there's a breakup and naturally she's heartbroken. She's heartbroken. And I feel like what she's done with this album is give a gift to the world. Like summer is getting us through winter. That is what is happening here. Summer is getting the girls and the boys through winter this season. That is what she said. You know what? I know it's, is it cuffing or cupping season? I know what time it is. I know that man is not made from wood and you might feel lonely, but some of us are still a little bit vexed. We're angry and we're not apologetic about it. There you go. Have that. Have that world from me to you. And I don't even know if she knew she like really deeped the impact that this album can potentially have. I'm not really sure. I felt like it feels like she was just being herself, just being very real. This album feels um, collectively listening to it like my third, almost fourth time now. It feels very experimental because obviously now she's not working with her producer who was her partner. Now her baby daddy, who she's completely annoyed with. Um, it feels a bit experimental, but it's a grower it's definitely a grower. And, um, it got me thinking about like how generally speaking as women, we are more apologetic than men. And I can, the thing is, um, I'm somebody who, I think, I I think I speak about this a lot because I feel, do I feel quite, I didn't know how strongly I felt about this until certain things happened. But yeah, I do feel quite strongly about apologies and being accountable. But also sometimes, um, and it might feel like I'm going off on a tangent, but stay with me here, is that um, sometimes, because I say sorry a lot, I find myself apologising for things that are not always my fault. And sometimes it's like, I'm vic- I'm doing the victim blaming to myself. And I could imagine like, not I say I could imagine, I know having been in breakup situations at then and even now, I would most probably be like, you know what? I blame myself. I f- I'm sorry to myself because I should have known better because of my standards, because of my this, because of my that. I should have known better. But she's not doing all of that. She, and it's so interesting because like going, uh, my, I know people, some people hate comparing girls and boys, but I have young children. And honestly, I, I've already noticed it. And maybe it's because, I don't know, my daughter picks up from, of you know, picks things from me. But um, 
generally speaking, I find that my girl apologizes more than my boys. She'll apologize when it's her fault. She'll apologize when it isn't her fault. She'll apologize when she doesn't have to, right? And so maybe somebody could argue this is a good thing. This is a bad thing. It uh, self-esteem, blah, blah, blah. No, 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 no. It, she's a very young child. And I noticed that my boys don't do that. They don't. They don't, like, they'll apologize. They will apologize when they do things wrong. But it's, um, it's like, it's just this innate thing of just not, not like they're not taking accountability, but just not thinking quick enough to like, just, just to solve the problem. Let me say sorry, because I'm, it's my bad. It's I'm at fault. Like sometimes it might just be, especially with one of my boys, it might just be a stare. And you could tell that it's an apology, like it's a sorry stare. Like he's staring at me or staring at the person that he needs. He's like, he's up, like, he's not happy about whatever the situation, but instead of opening his mouth to say, sorry, it's like, "Uh -uh, why are you just staring at me? And then the the sorry or the, I know this sounds very weird, but I feel, I'm not sure if I'm explaining this well. Maybe we need like a, a psychotherapist or somebody who really not, who knows how to explain what I'm saying better. And I think there are statistics to back what I'm saying that generally speaking, women apologize more than men. And I'm definitely that person who's quick to say sorry. And I feel like, um, I've given the situation or the circumstances that, um, like Summer Walker has clearly found herself in, I would have been blaming myself. I would have been angry at myself, not just angry at the person, but angry at myself. But obviously, you know, just like with many, like with many things like breakups, it's, it's a grieving period. It's a, it's a, there's a period of going through many different emotions, but, and maybe she had, she has gone through these emotions that I mentioned of just being like, man, I should have known better. Like I'm too, I'm too nice for him in the first place or like, you know what I mean? But even with, even with all of these different processes of uh, grieving a, a breakup, I, I would love to ask her like, at what point did she start writing? At what point did she pick up the pen? Was it during the mess? Was it in the midst of the messiness? Or was it after the mess? Was it like after everything has happened? Or like, and I want to know, are things still happening? Are things still messy? Because to be fair, mm, when we go into fourth baby mama, ooh, we will talk about that. It's like, oh, it almost sounds like things are still messy. <laughs> it almost sounds like things are still messy. When we go into the track, fourth baby mama, mm, it sound, almost sounds like things are still messy. So I almost want to question like, how soon after did she start writing? I want to know, was it like, I, I want to know like minutes like I want to know was it minutes was it hours was it days was it weeks was it like I want give me give so that I can really be in that process because when I tell you she the she was so real just it was just mm. even on Twitter people have said you know she starts off defending her man and then at the end of the album, she's praying for a new one. Like what? It's just, it's brilliant. It's brilliant. And I think it's really important because in terms of uh, storytelling, she did it well. She did it superbly. And I love a story being told. I'm not going to lie. I, oh, and I think Bitter really just sets the tone for it. And like, I want to know, I want to know at what, at what point did she write that? When? Summer, tell us when. Tell us when. And you know what I love? I love most, most, Cardi B is a G. 
Cardi B, I like I f- clearly I am late to the the game. Cardi B, and if some of you are wondering who is Cardi B, she is an American rapper. She, um, she came from one of these reality shows. I like you. I can't even remember now. But listening to that voice message at the end of Bitter, mm, it was so raz. It was so real. It was. You know how some people say ghetto chic when it comes to fashion, right? This was ghetto sweet. It was like hood sweet. It was hood sweet. It was like, the thing is with Cardi B, that message was, it was poetic. It was, it, it was just, and she wasn't even trying. She was, you clearly see that she wasn't really trying to be poetic, but in the way that she says things and she's like, you know what? I don't know if, I don't know if this nonsense is true and I don't care. She was giving me big sis vibes, but she was like, that's what it was. She was giving big sister vibes. Like take my advice. I've been through this. Don't let these girls get clout from you. You get the clout from there. Put it in your music. Put it in your songs. Make it special. I can't even re. I can't say it the way she said it because it was just so perfect, and it just gave me like a respect for Cardi that mm, I didn't even know that I had. I didn't even know that I could have, and it just made me think like something very simple in what she's saying, but it just feels like wisdom, wisdom, and and intelligence like that's what it it felt like wisdom and intelligence like it just felt just beautifully done and it really the the voice message really set the pace for the rest of the album keep in mind I had initially listened to the album back to front inside out so I liked some songs but I really wasn't get I wasn't getting it conceptually like what is it set listening to the voice message set the pace and what is interesting I want to almost like I almost want to argue that that voice message is real like I wonder how many how many of us are asking is was that because it feels it just feels I mean either she's a very good actress it just feels too real too authentic too I don't know you. I don't need to know your business. But if this is the thing, yeah, if this is the tea, put it. It just, I'm like, how did they make an agree? I don't. I'm assuming that like Summer Walker must have just reached out to her and said, "You see that voice note you left me, yeah? I really want to put it on my next project because it's beautiful. <laughs> because it's. Can you imagine? You're just being yourself. You're just saying your own truth. You're speaking your own truth, and you're just." wow you're making bank just like that just like that oh, I love it it set the what where I'm going as I said it set the pace and it helped to narrate the story of the album and you know going through heartbreak bitterness um you know backing your man and also like pettiness and being angry but like and just keeping it real keeping it real and keeping it real hood and I love that it was just I to be honest when it comes to songs like most people most people like a story I love I'm a sucker for a story I love a story being told and I love it being told well she gave us the beginning the middle and the end and all the meat all the meat all the medemedes that were inside like I, I like the rich and I like how well thought out it was um the placement of each track it just made sense and you know I don't like songs that are very sort of I don't like that elusive nonsense and it doesn't really make sense and you don't necessarily get it until the penny drops after the fact I mean they're great but I don't I no 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 tell me the story tell me what happened where were you what were you wearing what shoe what was the weather like what color was the sky I want to draw out a picture for me and I think that's why like black people love like country music so much and hang stay with me here I know it sounds like I'm going off on a tangent and I'm not gent most black people believe it or not and I'm talking outside of 
if you can hear fireworks, you know, I've already told you what season it is. Most black people like country music outside of the UK, outside of Europe. I'm sure outside of America. If you go to African countries, like I, to, I grew up listening to country, right? That says a lot. And my mum wasn't like raised in the UK. She was, you know, raised in Niger. I grew up listening to country. And even if you go to a lot of Caribbean countries, you'll find a lot of them listen to country music and I think it's because of the history with black people and country music keep in mind that country music and a lot of you don't know this but gets to know it actually um comes it originates from the African-American culture and my understanding is that it was when the I, I suppose the slaves would be making a mockery of their masters and then when I suppose these masters or the white people would go to these um these shows and events and they would do blackface they would then make a mockery of their slaves you know how maybe how they're singing or whatever so it's like them making a mockery of the slaves making a mockery of them but then who who gets to make profit out of this genre whites they they you know they make profit out of it they're now the gatekeepers of it anyway I say all of that because country music is like you know somebody would argue it's like white people's version of soul but then it's like hang on this soul actually started from black people anyway I went I went all about all of that to say look the storytelling for this album a plus the way Cardi B with that message set the tone set the scene for us helped us understand this is the energy that I'm about to give you lot for this album this is what it is this is what it is and you know what else I like do you know what I haven't said much about oh should I say about much about that you know what I want to touch quickly on because I'm not going to talk about every single track I just want to make some um interest some points that I noticed um what so I've already said that bitter my favorite song on the album circus and insane I like the circus gives me very like that old school RM I mean it's a whole old school RM I mean that's what she did with the first album clearly but I mean circus gives me a very old school R&B vibe it's not long enough um I like what is it about circus that I like maybe it's the melody and insane as well it's like the the way she's layered her voice and it's very interesting because um a lot of most of the songs on this album they stop quite abruptly and i think it it sends the tone of her you know of what she was feeling or is feeling at the time of going through this thing like each song stops very sharp like you know I think about I love Mariah Carey we'll talk about Mariah Carey in another episode but with a lot of her songs and a, a lot of pop songs like the song kind of fades out it fades away these songs no they should that just when you think it's going to keep going it just stops abruptly and then you're waiting for the next track like if I don't is there a word for can you not give me a word for that's what that's what is giving me should we talk about fourth baby mama I want to say baby mother but it's baby mama and I don't think I say it very well with my accent but you know what I mean fourth baby mama you see that track here it's not my favorite like melodically like vocally or like as a song like I wouldn't listen to it by itself because it's not necessarily something, I think a lot of women will be able to relate to this. A lot of women will be able to relate with this. And clearly she chose violence. When she came with this song, she said no, because I wasn't really, but then with the first, when she came with the first line and she was like, first, I'm going to start with your mum, who should have whooped your ass. Chai, like she said, I'm I'm drawing not just London out. The name of is the that's her ex partner's name, her baby daddy's name. Name is London because initially, when as I said, when I was listening to the song back to front, inside out, and she mentioned London, and obviously I'm a Londoner. I'm thinking, what's London got to do? I'm like, what's London got to? What did we do to you? Like she answers in bitter London. Did you sleep with? Did you really sleep with her? So I'm like, uh uh-uh. uh 
what he slept with the girl in london not really clocking oh the guy's name is london anyway she's drawing him out she's drawing everybody out in this song she, look this <laughs> this song it's like oh if you want the tea if you want all of the juice that song right there fourth baby mama if you just want to dissect i feel like that song alone just needs um it just needs like a moment so that one can just sit and dissect can we talk about honesty a lot of people are going to be angry when they listen a lot of people especially if they know her personally are going to be vexed when they hear that what summer excuse you but she's like, yeah, I'm calling a spade a spade. This is what you should have done. You should have whooped his ass so that he's not doing all of this tomfoolery about the place. Now I'm the fourth baby mom. Okay, skein. Love it. And you know what? It it's kind of reminds me of, and I say it reminds me of this song because I've only listened to this song recently, but I was um listening to Lioness's, Lioness is a British UK uh, of course it's UK. She's a black British rapper and um, uh, she has this uh, song called 10, 10 Prick Commandments. But the way she spells prick is like prick commandments. And I was watching a performance. How I came across it is because I was watching a performance that she had done follow me here. I know it sounds like I'm going off. Stay with, stay with me. So I was listening to a performance that she done of this song called temperate commandments and commandment one. She says, don't be fooled by the mum. She's only riding for her son. I'm sure that's how the line goes. And it just brought me back to what Summer Walker was saying in, you know, fourth baby mama about like your mum should have whooped you up like mums mother of boys and I'm a mother of a boy two of them should I add we need to do better like no, I say we need to do better some of us are doing very well some of us are doing very very well but the idea that we you know generally speaking it's known that mothers we baby our boys we baby them too much and we bring up uh, our girls to be wives and be carers for others and we don't necessarily do the same for our boys so it's very interesting that you've got two you know women different women from different walks of life I'm assuming maybe similar walks of life and they're saying very similar things the way lioness says don't be fooled by the mum she's only you she's only riding for her son raise your hand can i just get an eye raise your hand if you have been seeing a guy i'm right my hand is right up in the air if you've been seeing a guy and you're and he's introduced you to his mom or his dad and the mum is there calling you daughter-in-law and whatnot but as soon as hey as soon as you leave and he brings the next chick home she's doing the same thing she's only writing for her son she's doing all of this and it's like no 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 why like mums i don't know if it's mums of that generation like why aren't we doing better why are you letting that happen you're a woman from a woman's point of view like why are you letting fair enough he's your son but why are you letting him be out there breaking hearts breaking hearts like killing girls on not obviously killing girls on road but like hurting feelings why are mothers letting that happen like if you're gonna you know be open and honest with with the females so <laughs> i think that's like i'm calling out i'm calling at myself like as a reminder that i should as, as my kids my boys are getting older to listen to this back watch this back and just be like be respectful to women treat women nice don't do all of this higgy hagger that you might see on because the funny thing is generally speak i say it's funny but it's not funny generally speaking society is very it's a, a society societal norm for boys men to just be doing all of the tomfoolery and breaking hearts is it's very normal it's considered yeah but that's a man is gonna be a man boys will be boys small cheating ah ah what is it can't you man no 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 but you're a woman as well and how did you feel when when daddy broke your heart i'm saying daddy as if this is my situation it really isn't but i'm just saying how did you feel when daddy was doing all of this and all of that no it's not nice it's not that, and I think a lot of us girls can relate 
to that. It's just the and you know what as well. Just on the whole premise of relatability, this album is not for everyone. As much as you might like R and B, it might not be for you, everyone because there's a lot of swearing. There's a lot of cursing. There's a lot of nigger this, nigger that. And I'm black, so I can say that. But <laughs> but it's like it might it you can't listen to this in the car with the kids in the background. You can't this is this is when you wanna t- spend time with you. This is spend time by myself kind of music. This is not for the man she didn't give any look, she left nothing for the man, no crumb, not even a crumb. For the man them to say, yeah, take, I dash you this. All right, girls. Like, you can tell that I'm a girl's girl. I'm assuming, I'm hoping you can tell that I'm a girl's girl. And I love a girl's anthem. I love, like, I love, I love the idea of calling men out, drawing them out. I, 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 I so much love it. I so much love it. And I just like how unfiltered she is. I like the pettiness. Did I already say I like the anger? If I didn't, I'm saying it now. I enjoy the anger because for oftentimes, um, especially as black women, like I'm a full human being. I am, and I have all emotions. I'm allowed to be angry. And can we just sit in that for a minute before moving on? I'm allowed to be emotion. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm allowed to be emotional. Can I be emotional for a minute? Like, the, I, and we're generally, we're going through a lot generally in life. First of all, we're trying to deal with this F boy, this dude who is just messing up our lives. Then society is not helping the situation. Then this, then that, then, and then, then I've got a baby on my arms. Okay. Now I'm talking, we're back to summer. You know, she's, it's a lot. It's a lot. I just, and it's funny because some of you might, <laughs> some people who know me in real life be like, rah, I didn't know that you listened to this sort of, the funny, as I said, R&B is my default. It is like, it, like I could listen to something like this and in the same breath, I, I like next day or in a couple of hours, I'll be listening to holy are you Lord, like listening to hallelujah, like something just totally off. But just because, you know, when you're a lover of music, when you're a lover of sounds, you generally like a lot of different things, but there's, I feel like for most people, and maybe it's not for most people, but for myself, I found what my default is. I know what my reset is. I know what like my fallback is. So that's why I should have been at the listening party, but you lot, I'll let it it slide for now. So here, yeah, I'll, I'll let it slide for now, for now. But next time we're not doing that. It's just it's just not on. You can't be having these R. If it's an R and B event, my name should be there. Do get. And even if I don't want to come, like, give me the option to say, you know what, I'm all right. You know, I, I can't make it. Like, give me the. Op- but you didn't even give me the option because I found out too late. <laughs> okay, clearly emotion. <laughs> um, fourth baby mama great track for what it is not like it's it's not something that I'm going to listen to on a regular basis or go back to but I think also it helps to um you know put the story together because mm, what else did I want to say um mm, the collaborations I'm just going to talk about the main two collaborations that I picked up on, which was obviously Scissor and Ari Lennox. Um, I think I need to, I feel like Scissor, that track for me is a bit of a slow burner. I might need to, I don't know. And to be fair, I don't know what it is. I felt like their tones sound very similar. Obviously Scissor has a style in which she sings. They, they complement each other very well, but mm, I was like, no, you know what? There's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with it. It's just, it hasn't, it didn't grab me like that. Ari Lennox, her voice on Unloyal, mm. especially when she went higher for the, is it for the second chorus? And you, oh my, her voice, her voice. Yeah, that was a bit of me. That was a bit of me. That You see this album, yeah? 
you know what it depends on your mood because <laughs> this album will make you hate your baby daddy and you don't even have a baby <laughs> it will make you hate your baby daddy when you don't even have a child you don't have a child so it's it, you have to be like if you're in a good you have to be careful what you listen to because i want to say like it's going to help the girls through winter and the guys. It's going to help the girls and the guys through winter. Summer is helping us all through winter. And especially if you're somebody who likes to do, if you're a bit like me and you like to draw and paint, and especially when you're having like a bit of you time and quiet time and you're just, um, you want just something, you're doing something or you're cleaning. You know what? R&B is good to clean to when you're cleaning the house or you're painting or you're, you know, doing or you're cooking, I don't really listen to R&B whilst cooking. I might listen to something a little bit Afro beat or whatever, but not R&B. R&B is great for cleaning. I do. I, I I love me that. Put on put on Summer Walker. Your house will be clean this winter. Clean, spotless, Sp because you'll be scrubbing and angry. And and I know a lot, I know a lot of people clean. Can I a raise a hand? Do you clean? Like, is that part of your therapy? Like, obviously, I'm asking, do you clean? Obviously, everybody cleans. Well, some people don't. But um, do you clean as part of your, like, just therapy? Like, you just needed to do a deep clean. You're stressed out. It de-stresses you. Summer Walker will help you keep your house tidy, your apartment tidy, your bedroom tidy. It, it, look... I feel like collectively, have I said this? The album feels very experimental. It does. Because she's gone, I feel like she's gone a little bit against the grain. And it's clearly very different to um, her first album. Keep in mind, I haven't listened to her first album thoroughly, but from some of the tracks that I've heard on the first album, I can tell that this is not the same. And obviously, you know, she's not working with the same producer, but it sounds like it's very experimental. It's not the best R&B album ever, clearly. I think where I'm, what, I'm, what I'm trying to re-quote is people saying this is, R&B album of the year now possibly possibly because have we had anything better this year and is anything better gonna come anytime soon hmm because she's really tapping into a lot of emotions it's it's very it's really relatable it's the it's the hood suite for me you know the it's it's the cursing. I even like that. You know what is interesting as well? Um, even the the style in which she chose to sing in, or I don't know if she really did this in her first album, because keep in mind, I didn't pay attention. I only listened to the bangers. Um, it's this style of uh, when you're sing talking or sing rapping, when you can sing, but you're not really singing, but you're talk singing to get a lot of words out and to make your point but you're still rhyming and it goes with the melody but it sometimes goes off the melody so it's not your conventional pop song it's the sing rapping it's that and then you know the production I love the layering of the vocals that was giving me like uh, Brandy-esque, vocal, Bible-esque, obviously clearly not to that level, I'm not saying that, but it was giving me that, um, you know, who else does, I mean, obviously, Beyonce's been doing, in a lot of her current music, been doing a lot of sing-rapping, which makes people, that's why people be saying nonsense, like, Beyonce can't sing when she been singing, right she been singing she been there singing so allow her to sing talk sing rap if she wants to you know who else does this well and I think I always mention him because I just I like his style but Shaka a British artist um he does a lot of like sing talking so he's not really singing singing like you can hear it in his voice that he can like if he wants to he can sing sing but it's like a, a little bit of a talk singing. Like I'm just gonna, hey, oh, kind of thing. That's that's the kind of, I say all of that because I feel like that's the kind of vibe I'm getting a little bit from this album. A lot of sing talking, I um, which I'm not mad at. I'm not mad at. But if you know me, I do like, 
I like a melody. I like a, I like, and maybe it's because I like the conventional sound. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And what is conventional and what's traditional? What, what, what's that? But, um, like if I had to give the album a five star rating, if we do, do we do five star ratings for songs, for albums? I know we do it for movies, but do we do it for albums? Um, cause as I said, I've listened to it three, almost four times now. Oh my goodness. Before I even give it, it rate it's rating. Should I just touch quickly on Sierra's prayer? Cause I haven't said much about it. And it's the reason being is, um, I no to be fair I don't have any like there's nothing it's it's perfect it's perfect like it really is I think a lot of women will and and men will relate with that will will be reciting that prayer will memorize the prayer and be praying that prayer until they find or the man of their dreams or woman of their dreams finds them the prayer is great you know what else I love the the affirmations at the very beginning so before bitter drops there's you know you've got the affirmation <laughs> you know what summer did something like you've got the affirmations at the beginning then the prayers at the end oh I love that you know what it's very and it pro I don't know if this was in inspiration but it gives me do you remember Destiny's Child's album at the end of every album, they would sing like a gospel song, like to, it's almost like to seal the album, to close it, to end it well, they would sing like a gospel track. And although she's not singing a gospel track, but it's that, that whole like having a um, wholesome message to the, the project the story so at the beginning you know go you say your affirmations I am that bad b I don't think that's one of the affirmations but you get my point and um the prayer at the end beautiful and obviously how um poignant to have Sierra as the person saying the prayer especially with her own testimony and her life now given you know her previous track record and the relationship she's been in and maybe you know some uh, you know, them being unsuccessful, it, it just made sense, it made, she was like, you know what, Sierra, you see you, yeah, you see how you got your man, yeah, you see the prayer that you prayed for that man, <laughs> Summer Walker said, the prayer that you prayed, I need you to come and anoint my projects, and it's like, I need you to come and anoint this thing so that, <laughs> so that me too, I can have that, that, that same testimony that you have me too. I want it. And everybody listening, anybody who choose to listen, they too shall have it in the name of, in Jesus name, say amen. <laughs> but you know what I mean? I, yeah. So I think it makes great sense. Um, so now for my five star rating, um, I'm going to give it a four and a half. Yeah. Four and a half. So it's really good great album I think the half not why I'm not giving it a full five stars is because again I listened to the album back to front inside out so listening to each song outside of the story um I'm not sure how much I like the album do you know what I mean and obviously I picked my fave, like I was able to pick my faves, but like, this is like, what, um, 19, 20 tracks, however many tracks there are. And so far I've only picked three, but keep in mind, it's still early days and my mind may change. And I think a lot of the tracks are growers and going back to what I said at the beginning is I'm like, if I'm going to listen to music before I get everybody's opinion, it's, it's just a different way to listen into music from when I was growing up. Like you could, you buy the CD, you take your time, you enjoy it. But it's like, because of the, in, because of how fast the internet moves and the information moves, it's like, I felt the need to listen to it quickly before I had got everybody's opinion because I knew I, maybe that's because I knew I wanted to talk about it. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, that's what I found. Um, Cause there are some like artists just 
who are not Summer Walker, who I've intentionally not listened to because there's been too much noise and I want the noise to die down before I listen. But in this case, it was only because I was like, I, I didn't get to go to the listening party. So I did, I had my own and I thoroughly enjoyed it. So, um, I think it will be interesting to see how each song stands on its own for me personally. What songs will I add to my own personal playlist? What songs will I add to the Laifa's lounge list? And then I could be like, yeah, okay. And then I can see. But so far, I think definitely four and a half stars out of five. I like that she was experimental. I like how real she was. I like how honest it was. I like, yeah, yeah. I like the, I like how, um, you know, some of the melodies weren't your tip. Not that they weren't your typical. It. She just gave something different. She, she gave what need, she, I want to say she gave what needed to be giveth. <laughs> Am I serious? Am I a serious person? But yeah, I really like, I f- can't believe I, I wanted to talk about more things. I wanted to talk about, I, I did. I wanted to talk about like some things that happened. Like I wanted to talk about some parenting things, but I've spoken so much. I've, I can't believe I've just chatted the whole chat about summer. I, that's why I knew I needed to get into it. Maybe we'll do that next time. We can chat some other things. And I can add my bits and bobs because now time is going. I want this to be up tomorrow. Fireworks are fireworking. I hope you have a great, what, have a great what? Oh, because this is going up on Sunday. Hope, you know, have a good week. Have a good working week. Um, If you're, if you're an R&B lover, you're going to love this album. I think so. At least a few songs. You, there will be a, a good few songs to take away a good few songs. And I'd be interested to know, actually, if you've listened to the album already, what are your favorites? Because, um, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to take my time. I, I've now that I've got this out there. I want to take my time, really sit in, sit with it, sit in it and, you know, be like, oh yeah, that one's a banger. That one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And also, might have to backtrack and listen to the first album over again and so forth. So you know what? Shout out to Summer Walker doing the damn thing. When you come to London, oh, please give us a performance and call me. I say call me like you have my number. DMs. Like I leave all my details in, in the D in the bio in the description box. However, however one may be watching me. Um I need, when you're in London, whenever that happened, whenever COVID like, whenever the pandemic stops pandemic in, or, you know, you want to, I know with personally her, you know, social anxiety, I under, wow, I'm really battering my microphone. I understand the thing, but when you're back in London, let me know because I, I, I would like to be there. I would, let me know. Not like these people that be having summer walker parties and be telling me on the ninth hour when I, I can no longer, uh, how will I, how will I manage childcare? How will I, 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 I can't live because you told me uh, for, for worry. <laughs> I'm not serious. I'm just playing everyone. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. Do the right thing. Um, rates at Apple Podcasts. It helps me out a lot. You write a little comment, give me a little stance. Let me know your thoughts. If you're watching on YouTube, um, I love the interaction. I, I, I really do like, and you know what as well? I think because I don't know if I've said this already, but I'm going to say it now. Sometimes I meet people in life, in real life, like who maybe have come across my content before and they'll say, oh my goodness, you stopped posting. And I'm like, no, I've been, I've been like, you know, it's not that I stopped posting. You stopped watching. Are you hitting the notifications? And to be fair, I have had people say to me that they are part of notification gang, but they don't get notified. So clearly 
the um and i'm talking specifically for people who listen and watch via youtube the algorithm is not algorithming for me and it's not algorithming for you so the only way you can help that is to type in my name type in love laifa type in the eavesdrop so that you can find me and then you can see what is um what what is the most recent upload and the most recent episodes of these um podcasts because if you don't do that and you're part of notification gang and you're not being notified, it's because the algorithm doesn't like me and maybe it doesn't like you either. So maybe you need to get into that pattern of typing in my name because sometimes it's really weird. And I think I've heard somebody else say this, but you have to like train the algorithm to get it to bring up content that you like. And I think, you know, uh, some time ago, especially, what's that thing on Netflix that came on? Was it social, the social experiment or the social, oh, the social something. And it was like a documentary about algorithm and YouTube and social media and all that stuff. And, it, and, and you know, the biases and the people that, that make these algorithms and whatnot, the biases. So, if you want to see more of me, what I'm saying, and you're not, and you're part of notification gang, but you're not being notified, you need it. Maybe that's just not enough. You need to type in my name once a week and see what you find so that you could be up to date. But yeah, oh my goodness, that was such a long out outro. You know what? Bye. <laughs> Bye. Good night. Good e Bye. Ease drop. Ease drop.